everybody. I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 54 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks, as always, to those of you who have subscribed and left ratings and reviews. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and find me on social media for food pictures to go along with every episode. Today's episode comes to us from New Hampshire, which is a first for me on this podcast. I have been keeping track of my stats, and I always alert you when we're hitting a new state. This is now the 17th different state covered in this podcast's run, in addition to five countries. So this is sort of a combo food and travel podcast, though I guess it's hard not to be both when you're doing a a podcast on different restaurants. But I was recently in New Hampshire for a long weekend. My wife Sam and I hiked to the top of Mount Washington, and we had a few good meals up there and hit a couple good breweries in Jackson and North Conway. There is one place in particular that I want to tell you about, so if you ever venture up that way, you'll have a breakfast place to keep in mind. Let's talk about a place called Peaches. First off, the restaurant itself is kind of a cool building. It's this old house that has been converted into a restaurant, and we actually ate in multiple places like that in the area. Uh, It was just, you know, it's like a little strange, the layout for a restaurant, because you can see the layout of a bunch of rooms that had been converted and, you know, what used to be a house. Another thing I liked about the general vibe, every table, so every table had uh, a layer of glass on the tabletops, and then there were napkins with handwritten messages under the glass that you could read. So they just had all these fun notes from customers with stories about who they were and what they were doing there, and you could tell it was a lot of -of out-of-towners. There were repeat guests who came every year and some first-timers talking about what a great time they had there. So, like, at my seat, there was a group celebrating a 50th wedding anniversary, and they had initials of everyone who was there. And then there was another note from a couple that had come twice, one year apart, and they wrote out everything that had changed in their lives over the last year. They moved in together and got a puppy, and one of them finished grad school. And then at the bottom, they said, oh, we can't wait to come back next year and update you again on what's changed. So it was just this nice, small-town, homey kind of vibe, and uh, a place I enjoyed being in, in addition to, obviously, good food. And we should get to the food, because that is typically the reason I'll decide to do it. A podcast about a place. Peaches is your classic breakfast brunch spot. Uh, it did have some interesting things on the menu, like the Benedict section had an Irish Benedict with corned beef hash. It had a barbecue pulled pork Benedict. I was tempted by a breakfast burrito. We saw them uh, walk by with somebody else's stuffed French toast that was just like totally loaded up. They had a chocolate cream cheese French toast. So lots of things to choose from. Here's what we did. I went sweet and savory. I ordered a banana French toast, Sam had an omelet, and then together we got a lobster Benedict to share. I think this is a uh, a common strategy for us. Oftentimes it ends up being pancakes that we end up sharing as our third meal for two people. But uh, yeah, I think those of you who've been around for a very long time may remember episode 16 way back in the day when I had a cannoli cream waffle and a shrimp Benedict at Cafe Luna Rosa in Delray Beach, Florida. This meal felt very similar to that one. So let's start with the French toast. The reason it caught my eye right off the bat is the menu says the bananas are, quote, cooked into the French toast for a unique taste. Now, I have to specify, this is banana French toast, not to be confused with another meal on the menu called banana bread French toast. So these are two separate things. So the version I had is taking bananas and putting it into the batter of the French toast, but not just like using what you'd think of as traditional banana bread, not just like taking slices of banana bread and turning that into French toast. Okay, so the end result was very good. It really, you know, it took the overall shape and texture of a classic French toast. And then 
you know, this part, I guess, is a little hard to describe, but there were just certain bites of it that just had that mushy banana, like when you have chunks of any fruit that's in some kind of a larger meal. So just like right in the bread, you had these bites with the mushy banana. And then in addition to the uh, banana parts, you know, all of the meal, all of it had that uh, sort of a banana flavor, but then you just get certain bites that were like chunks of it the same way you would in like a fruity muffin or cake or something else like that. So I don't know how exactly they do it or even how novel the concept is, but I would just say they uh, they called my attention to it on the menu by saying it was unique. They executed it well. And I think I liked it better than I would have liked just the straight up banana bread French toast. This had that really doughy, classic French toast feel. Um, you know, I think banana bread has like a different kind of texture, and this definitely didn't feel like that. So just a really good French toast that had this uh, little extra with these chunks of banana. It was pretty thick cut, which obviously we like. Listeners know I am pro thick cut everything, uh, especially at breakfast. It was six slices, and it came with, you know, just that alone on the plate. I think if that had been my whole meal, I'm sure I would have gotten bacon or sausage as a side. But of course, we did it big and had lobster Benedict as my side protein. Now, the Benedict was pretty standard, but definitely very good. The highlight for me has to be just that there was so much lobster. Really huge chunks of it. One of the Benedicts had, like, an entire claw Um, You know, one of my pet peeves when you get something with lobster or crab or certain other elements that are supposed to be like the star of the show, they'll skimp on that thing, even though that's like exactly why you got it in the first place. So, you know, sometimes a lobster ravioli or some sort of lobster, uh, you know, other pasta or dish, it'll have like little tiny chunks and like grounds up things. No, this was like big chunks of lobster, an entire claw. They really, uh, you know, they didn't skimp at all here. And I'd say I ate a lot of seafood while I was up there in New Hampshire. That was part of the reason we went with the lobster here. You know, you're getting fresh Maine lobster up there. And, uh, you know, looking at this compared to a lot of the other meals that we had, this was right up there. Very, very good. There was also a lot of the hollandaise sauce. I think in the first photo, you'll see uh, just the dish as it came. You can't, you can barely, I mean, I don't know if you can even see the lobster at all, (laughs) unless I think you have to look at a picture after it's been cut into. Um, And, you know, I'm fine with that. Lots of sauce is good. It did, uh, the, it came with hash browns too. They were the style where it's more like smashed potatoes, not like fried with breaded edges or anything like that. And that's just a good, perfect texture to like sop up all of the hollandaise and the runny yolk. Um, you know, especially that I had French toast instead of like regular toast to help sop up all of that. Um, so, you know, absolutely had no issues with having a, a heavy plate with a lot of sauce, especially with all those hash browns as a, a vehicle to eat all of the hollandaise sauce. And that was peaches. You can tell it's uh, definitely a popular spot. There were a lot of people there when we got there and then a lot of people still showing up as we left. So you can tell it's a, a crowd favorite. It was also pretty cheap. It was really good value. I think it was something like 60 bucks for like three meals, two OJs, a coffee and a tea and uh, got a lot of food, um, including some good lobster and, and a memorable banana French toast. I think, you know, French toast is usually really simple and basic. It's kind of hard to make a memorable one and they definitely managed to do it. Uh, and then, you know, a side of lobster Benedict. So all in all, very good breakfast. And that'll do it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, you should go back and check out the previous 53 Many of them are solo like this one, but many others have fun guests, and those tend to be longer episodes. As I said at the top, I now have episodes from 17 different states and also five countries. I have recent episodes on famous chili dogs in Detroit, a taco crawl in LA, red chili beef Navajo tacos in Provo, Utah, and much, much more. You can subscribe in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, leave me a rating or review. And tell your friends, too. If you enjoy the podcast, I always appreciate people helping me make it grow. 
You can follow me at Mitch Goldich on Twitter and Instagram or search Mitch Goldich on Facebook for pictures to go along with this and every episode. You can also follow at Mitch Eats Food Pod on Instagram. And remember, we now have Mitch Eats Food mugs. So if you want to rep this podcast with your coffee or tea, that link is in the show notes and tag me on Instagram so I can repost your mug photos. One big note, you can buy three different versions of the mug. You can choose if you want the logo to face you or face away from you, depending on which hand you use to drink. You can also go double-sided logos. I think this is very important in the Zoom era, you know, deciding who gets to see the logo. If you want it to face in or face out, we're very happy to help with three different versions. So go buy a mug, buy one of each, uh, you know, go nuts, splurge, uh, and then just tag me on Instagram and we'll help show the world. Finally, you can email mitcheatsfood at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon.